You ready? Yep. All right. <clears throat> Infamous countdown. Three, two, one. What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girl Podcast. One half of your favorite fat duo here. That's me, Mr. Tony Trujillo. Here with my other buddy, Mr. Austin Ralston, the other half of the favorite fat duo. Austin, buddy, how are you? I'm doing good. Um... I've only watched one night of WrestleMania, and it was insane. It was okay. Night one was all right. It wasn't the best. No, you're smoking. Night one was awesome. Well, there were some good matches, but my problem with it was, compared to night two, it was like a slow burn. Like, there's some good matches. I will say this. I'm fucking pissed about the results of night two. But the results of night one, I'm pretty okay with. Especially the main event, dude. The best match on the card. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos. Phenomenal. That was a good fucking match. Um, I didn't see that coming. The match with Drew McIntyre and Sheamus and Gunther was ridiculous. Oh, that was a good match, dude. Like so good. That was so good. Like, okay, so I hated the main event because it was a good match. The ending pissed me off. What a fucking slap in the face of the Rhodes family. But I got to admit, it wasn't a bad match. It was fucking good. However, Sheamus, McIntyre, and Gunther, that was probably the match of the night, in my opinion. Now that being said, there are some. I think that match is my favorite of the of all of them that I watched. No, it was a good match, bro. That was way better than I thought it was going to be. I kind of expected it to be ten minutes. It was longer than that. There were moments where you thought Drew was going to win, you thought Sheamus was going to win, then you thought Gunther was going to win, and then boom, Gunther comes out on top. Sucks because Sheamus doesn't get his chance to become champion of a belt that's like fucking a. Him his entire career, but it was a good match. That being said, let's go into it. Let's um let's rate these matches. So night one, Kevin Hart opens up, which is kind of a pretty smart decision, if you ask me. It's not bad. I thought it was um I thought it was pretty good. That was a good idea. That being said, the first match, if I remember correctly, it was Austin Theory and John Cena. Dude, I gotta be honest, this match is a great C. It just it wasn't a good match. John Cena's clearly old. It's time to retire. I did not think that he was gonna lose. However, you can't tell me that he was gonna win the United States champion. There's just no way. It's, but the thing is, is Austin Theory is a shitty fucking person. I don't like him as a wrestler, but I can't help but like root for him because he is like the next guy. It's just, it's slow. It's very, very slow work that we're coming towards making him the guy. And I think he needed this. It's just John Cena's performance was so poor. I didn't think it was a good match. I mean, how do you feel about this one? Austin, did you 
Die. I just realized that Mike's muted. <laughs> but how did you? I was saying it, it's probably the most disappointing match of the whole thing. It felt like it was the, one of the ones everybody was super excited for, and then it was just, it was boring. Yeah, it, it felt the best fucking part of it terrible. Was John Cena's entrance when he had all the Make a Wish kids. You're like, yay, John Cena. But yeah, that was a boring ass match. Now, what was match number two? Refreshing my memory because I don't remember. I I want to say it was the fuck. What was it? Was it Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch against Damage Control? I can't remember. Let me look this up, dude. Because that was last night. I was kind of drunk. Yeah, Let me see. Hold. We gotta grade this. WrestleMania. Oh no, here comes an incoming fart. Looks goddamn Hollywood. Ah. I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. They did Hollywood. Um they did the whole WrestleMania goes Hollywood like a long ass time ago, and it was way better. These like Hollywood skits they did were pretty bland. If you ask me, but we'll see. Hold on. All right. What was night one? I need to see this. I think I found a stupid article that doesn't have any of the shit I'm looking for. Fucking Forbes. There we go. Night one, Austin Theory, John Cena. Then Charlotte Flair versus Ray Ripley. Okay, so... That match was good. However, I really didn't want Rhea Ripley to win because I don't like her. I don't understand the hype behind her. I really wish dudes that said they liked her would just come out and say they're like, boys. Because <laughs> Rhea Ripley's a fucking man, dude. Like, you can't tell me otherwise. That's a dude. That being said, it was okay. I give it a B. It was a pretty good match. Shitty ending, but it was a good match. How did you feel about that one? Uh, I saw women and turned the and went to the bathroom. Dude, that's me. I'm so sorry. I know how sexist it sounds. I do not care for the women's matches at all. It depends who it is, but like, I just, I don't give a fuck. So that I just was saw a 50 year old woman walking down in Charlotte Flair. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to take a shit. Exactly it was a good match. Went to the bathroom, filled my plate back up with some more brisket, sat back down. Just in time to watch the best match of the night. <laughs> match number three. Which one was that? Remind me. Um, that was the Usos and Zayn and KO. Now that was the main event. What came after Charlotte and Rhea? Oh, well, maybe this isn't in order. Yeah, it could be like... I mean, okay, so... Zayn... Uh... Owens and Usos was main event, but after Charlotte and Rhea, I know that there was a match with damage control against Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky, which was stupid. I thought it was a boring match. I didn't understand the hype. I'm giving that shit a D. That was terrible. Did you watch that one? So I didn't watch it live. Everything I watched, I watched after the... um after the match, after it was all over. So 
Um, after that, I just I I just skipped the women's videos. Yeah, that one was forgivable. It was okay. Um, if I remember correctly, the next match was uh, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul, which was a good match. I give that a B. Dash, Dash proved that WWE has to extend Logan Paul's contract. Hundred percent. His entrance was genius. Having KSI be the prime bottle, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole that match was awesome. Logan Paul uh, was lo, feels like Logan Paul was born to do wrestling. He and he and Pat McAfee are just so such great surprises. Right, they're not bad. They're pretty good. It was cool. I mean, I thought it was a good match. I wasn't happy with the ending. I really wanted Logan Paul to win, but given that Seth Rollins is, has such star power and he's such a big character, it really wouldn't have gone any other way, so I understand. I give that shit definitely like a B, B plus maybe. It was, it was a good match. wasn't the best, but it was pretty good. The ending was cool. I keep uh, Logan saying- Paul doing... Go ahead. I keep saying Logan Paul surprised me, but eventually I'm just going to have to start re- expecting this to be. Because I keep going, oh, wow, Logan Paul really um, surprised me. Eventually it's going to be a point where I'm just going to have to expect him to be good and I won't be surprised anymore. Right, because his first two matches, I was like shocked that he was good. As time has gone on, I'm like, yep, yeah, he's a wrestler. Not a full-time wrestler, but he wrestles like a full-time wrestler. He's pretty fucking good. Sorry, I had to burp. Hold on. No, you're good. No, then after that God. one. Gross. That was um, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, which was arguably a good match. Letting him out of jail. <laughs> that <laughs> shit was funny. So the buildup for it was actually good. Like, I didn't want to see this match, but the buildup over the last few months was pretty good. It had me like, okay, I can't wait to see this happen. I can't wait for this match. So it worked I out. I just have to say, though, I am so impressed by Dominic's ability. Like, before this, they had that big event where they, like, celebrated Rey Mysterio. And it's like, this is Rey Mysterio's big moment. But, I mean, this is still uh, Dominic Mysterio's dad. So, how hard was was it for him to act like he's unimpressed and, like, just, like, shrugging everything off? All this great stuff's happening. Everybody's talking great about his dad and his... And it's, and he stays in character the whole. I couldn't do it. It's an, it's an right. incredible. I was really impressed. Yeah, it's it's got a good buildup. I mean, that's what got me was the buildup. I was like, oh shit, I really want to see this match. And I I legitimately thought that Dom was going to win just because uh, Ray was inducted into the Hall of Fame. So I thought this would be like his retirement match, but I guess there's more to come. That being said, it wasn't a bad match. It's Again, it's on a B-level scale. This was a really good match. It had its moments. I thought that the execution was perfect. Like I said, I didn't think Dom was going to lose, but hey, I like them both. 
this is what I wanted. I mean, me and you talked about this in the past. I wanted them to feud. I didn't like they were like tag team partners because, in my opinion, if Dom was behind his dad, it was going to become just that. He was going to be Rey Mysterio's son. He had to get away and branch out. And I will say this was a defining, a career defining moment for him. So it was a good fucking match. I thought it was great. Um, after that, though, came the surprise match. So the Miz opened up WrestleMania. Well, not opened up, but he was the host. And he had Snoop Dio double G with him. So that was kind of cool to see. However, Snoop Dogg put him in a position where he was like, bro, you're having a match. And this is where Pat McAfee came out. And I told you, I didn't like Pat McAfee at the beginning. I thought he was super annoying, but I ended up liking him to the point where I was like, damn, I wish he would come back. He was way fucking better than Corey Graves and the motherfucker that's with um, Michael Cole now. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Wade Barrett. I don't like Wade Barrett at all. Pat McAfee made me miss him. So this was cool to see. It wasn't great. You know, it's it's clearly a spot to fill time. But I think it worked out, dude. It was pretty comical. How'd you feel about it? And the thing with Pat McAfee is, like, Pat McAfee wanted to be a professional wrestler. He just happened to become a punter in the NFL. You can see he loves it, and it really comes through. Um, but, again, it's it was kind of a sideshow. I love Pat Ma- I really like Pat McAfee. I'm a little biased. I liked it, but, I mean... It did still kind of feel like the back end, like like a. It did feel like it was on the side. It felt kind of somewhat out of out of place, but Pat McAfee. Yeah, no, I agree. It felt so random. And night two with the Miz felt random too. But like, I ended up liking Pat McAfee, especially after WrestleMania last year. Like, I ended up liking him to the point where I wish he would come back. So. He's got my respect. I mean, he knows how to take bumps, and you're right. He wanted to be a wrestler. He said that a lot of times that that was his dream. He ended up being really good in the NFL. So, you know, he went to where he was good, and arguably, he's one of the best. So, yeah, you know, like, dude, they make good money in the NFL. Compared to WWE, Uh good fucking money. Tony? You lost me for a minute. I don't know what happened there. connection issues we'll fix that later that being said um no i really liked it dude like i have a new respect for pat mcavee it was pretty cool it did feel out of place so it was kind of like eh you know it was definitely to fill time but i give it a b or not a b i'm sorry like a c it was i wouldn't even grade it it was more for entertainment purposes so you know it was it was cool um yeah it was more goofs and gaffs than it was real I think after that was the most impressive. Um, go ahead. It was that four. It was that tornado tag four way. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, Ricochet, um, Otis, or his future calling to join the Maximum Male Models, Otis. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was a good match. It was actually not bad. I was kind of like, eh, because I knew it was going to be boring, but it wasn't bad. I give that one a C, too. That was pretty good. It started, and I was like, ooh, Braun Strowman. I like Braun Strowman, but 
and Kevin Owens is cool, but this is going to be a snoozer. Kevin Owens was this that one. Freaking match had me so pumped up. I was like throwing stuff, tackling my brother. Freaking. Who ended up winning that one? Was it Strowman or no? Was it the Street Profits? It was the Street Profits, yeah. Yeah, but it was a pretty good match. Chad Gable is a god. Oh, uh, dude, he's a real wrestler. Just like Kurt Angle, dude, he's a real wrestler. He's a god. He German suplexed twice Braun Strowman. Twice. Bro, like, did you see the shock on his face? Like, he didn't think he was actually going to do it. And he fucking did. And he was like, oh, he had to stop for a minute. I'm like, oh, you my feel God. It. You know how big that mother trucker is, dude? The house big boy. People don't understand how strong you have to be to, to do a German suplex on someone who's the same size as you. That's what yeah, I used dude. to do in Olympic wrestling in high school is I'd get by people and German suplex them because I was just stronger than everybody else. But Oh, it was do, it was shocking. But to do it to someone twice your size. I was just like, Jesus Christ. He did it not once, but two German suplexes in a row. I was I've never been I was so impressed oh yeah dude like he fucking chad gable's short dude he's small but he's a real wrestler so he's like technical you know and to be able to lift this big motherfucker i was shocked i was like holy shit highlight of the match it's either that or they did that freaking tower thing where Chad Gable got some guy in a rope and he went to go put him up. Oh my head god, dude. All of them. them. Put them on his shoulders. And it... Quit being disrespectful. Kevin Owens was not in this match. <laughs> or freaking, what's his face? The other fat guy with a beard. They all start to run into each other. No, I know. The, the fucking Viking Raiders. It sounds like a reject football team, dude. They're fucking, I can't get behind them. But it was cool, dude. You saw that tower, and you were like, holy shit. And then yeah, Ricochet and then, gets on the top. Yeah, and then freaking Strowman crashed them all down. It's like, oh, my God. That was insane. It was pretty good. I give it mm, a C. I like it a lot. Good. Yeah, I, I, I give it entertained. It was pretty good, but the match that stole the show for Saturday night was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos. I went into this knowing that the Usos were going to win. That was my thought. I was like, dude, they're going to fucking win. I had no hope. I was shocked. I was amazed. I was happy as fuck. The ending was phenomenal. It was the perfect ending. There were probably five different times. I was like, God damn it, it's over. The, the, the oh, freaking yeah. fat twins are going to win. Yeah, dude. I was like, oh, I fucking the hate Faguso, this. I've, I've been calling them the Faguso twins. Dude, the whole bloodline thing pisses me off, and I want it to end, like, fucking bad. That shit pissed me off with night two. But anyways, night one, that was such a good mass match. A plus. 
that was a fucking good performance, dude. That match had me on the edge of my seat. I was jumping up and down like, yeah, go, yeah. Like, I was into it, dude. That was probably, arguably, that was the best match of both nights. That was, I give that an A+. What do you think about that one? No, it was it was really awesome. Um, I think it's going to be looked at, like, when you get these compiling lists of, like, greatest fights in WrestleMania history, I think this one's going to be on those lists. And this one was a fight. I mean... Oh, yeah, it was a real one. This, this was... Uh, and, I mean, there were about five or six times and I was like, crap, the Faguso twins are going to win. And You could just did. feel it coming and they're like, damn it. And then... You see, like, tiny glimmers of hope, and they just fall short. You're like, no, KO, please do something. And he fucking does, dude. And then Sami Zayn delivers his famous kick, like, twice or three times or whatever, and it's over. And you're like... I'm screaming at the like, team, just pin him. He's going to counter one of these, like, ret- super retarded or something, and you're going to get screwed. Utter shock, dude. It was such a good fucking match. I was just like, oh my god, that was amazing. Almost three years of misery has finally come to an end. <laughs> like, thank god. It was it was great. I loved it. Now, night two comes into place, right? And the first match was uh, Omos and Brock Lesnar. I had no high hopes for this match. I knew it was going to be like a short match. It wasn't. It was actually pretty long. Brock Lesnar got his ass handed to him a few times. And when Brock Lesnar pressed... Depressed him and just tossed him in the air, I could... He tried to do it the first time. He couldn't do it. His back gave that. I was like, yeah, yeah. That's not going to happen. And then he whipped around and did it. I was like, oh, my God. Brock Lesnar is just built different. <clears throat> Sorry. I was choking on my spit. That's how great this match was. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, dude, the way he, like, took this motherfucker to Suplex City three times. Fantastic. And, and then, like, yeah, okay. he goes... The... the, um, the German suplex is like, okay, that's pr- that's pretty cool, but it's Brock yeah. Lesnar. I kind of expect it. Then when he F5'd him. Yes, and then it ends. You're like, okay, fuck yeah, because I wanted Brock to win, dude. I used to hate Brock Lesnar because he did this shit where he was champion for, like, years, and he would only show up for the big four pay-per-views, so he was, like, never around. It used to piss me off. Roman Reigns has been doing that lately. I wanted him to win, though, dude. I was like, please let Brock win. He won. I thought it was cool. I didn't see it coming. I thought Omos was going to win because they're trying to build Omos as the next big thing. So it wasn't bad, dude. That one's also another, like, that one I give a C. It was pretty good. It could have been better, but you got to remember Brock is a part-timer. Omos is pretty new. He doesn't know a lot of wrestling moves. Go ahead. I can't stand his little pussy braid. He <laughs> looks, uh, looks like he's trying to cosplay 
um, Anakin Skywalker from the Clone Wars, and it's not going very well for him. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a pretty fair match. It was cool, though. I mean, like, I liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty top notch. I mean, I give it a C because I thought it was decent. Could have been better, but I was pretty happy with the results. Um, match two, if I remember correctly, was the um, the showcase match, which. I didn't care about it all, dude, with all the females. I know how, like I said, I know how sexist it sounds. I didn't care, and I don't like Ronda Rousey anymore because she doesn't care about wrestling. To her, it's a paycheck, and that pisses me off. So I was a little mad that the results were that her and Shayna won, but whatever. It was okay for the attempt. I give it a D. I really didn't care for it. What did you think of it? Didn't watch it. Ronda Rousey. Every time I see Ronda Rousey, I have this like deep feeling in my soul that I want to vomit everything I've ever eaten ever up. Yes, hundred percent. I feel that it was a dumb match, dude. It was. It okay. First off, it meant nothing. This was specifically to fill time, and it, it sucked. Chaos. It was chaos for chaos' sake, while the men's showcase. I thought was going to be just too crowded and not, and it was going to be pretty um, boring. There were like four or five moments in that. We were like, Oh my God. I watched recap on this. I never, I wasn't impressed or entertained at all the entire time. Yeah. It was like, eh, it fell short, dude. I just, I couldn't see any fucking any reason for it. So I give that a D. Um, if I remember the next match is Bianca Belair and Asuka. To be fair, dude, I didn't like either of them. I would have rather have like Alexa Bliss been in there, but Bianca to me is a boring champion. Asuka is a boring character, so I didn't care about the results. I legitimately thought that Asuka was going to win. That didn't happen. It had its moments, but Belair retained, so she won. Mm-hmm. I give that one like a D. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is about the women's matches because, like, I don't know what it is. I just, every time I try to watch them, they're just boring to me. I don't know what it is. And so I, agree, I was, dude. they're so boring. I was never, I was just never invested. Well, next came the match that stole the show, which was Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, and Gunther, or Guntor. I still call him Walter because that was his name in NXT, Walter. But I thought Sheamus was going to win because it's the he's never won the Intercontinental title. He's always been, like, looted by it. So I legit thought he was going to win. I wanted Drew to win, yep, but I knew, I knew Gunther was going to win, though, because I was like, there's no way his reign is over. They're trying to build him up as the next big guy, too. That was a good fucking match. That Dude, one was awesome. literally, that was a plus. To me, that's the match of the night. That's the one that sold the show. I thought that there were so many moments where I was like, oh, shit, he's going to win. Oh, shit. Like, it just kept going out of control. To me, that's the match of night, too. Yeah, the, there's, there's that portion there. Where Sheamus and Drew McIntyre are just kicking the piss out of each other. 
Oh, it was good. Yeah, dude, you're like, holy shit. Oh, my God. Just... Seamus just hit him with a kick. He's going to win. And then Drew McIntyre would claim more kick and be like, oh, my God, Drew McIntyre. Oh, my God. Seamus got him back. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, it was good. I give that shit an A+. plus. That was a fucking good match. And the end is so like good. I said, the double, the double power bomb was just incredible. Arguably the best match of the night. And then came the um, the next Snoop Dogg and Miz segment, which, uh, you know, it's not Pac McAfee this time. It's Shane McMahon, which is kind of cool because we hadn't seen Shane in a while. So it was kind of cool to see him kind of just come in and do his thing. That was It was interesting, but again, that's like, mm, it was meant to fill time. And then after what? Shane, it's fucking Snoop Dogg panning him and Snoop Dogg doing his old ass like impersonation of the people's elbow so it's kind of like eh it was so stupid but it was you know it was entertaining it, it filled time so it's forgivable i thought it was funny it's like ha, 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 you know but we can forget it happened it's kind of like man it was bland um the next match though was the hell in a cell which i was looking forward to i wanted to see edge come out with his brood attire which he did, but it was like a whole new take. And then we had the demon Finn Balor. Finn Balor is cool, but the demon Finn Balor is fucking awesome. Pretty decent match. It wasn't bad. It didn't disappoint. However, it could have been better. I give it a B minus. How'd you feel about uh, Finn Balor versus Edge? It feels like it was a waste of a Hell in a Cell match. It felt like the match... If it wasn't Hell in a Cell, it would have been almost the exact same match. Yeah, like, they didn't really need the Hell in a Cell gimmick. It was more to, like, it was more to bring interest. Because, dude, this is a rivalry that's been going on for fucking months. I'm so tired of it. I really wasn't looking forward to this match until they said Hell in a Cell. So then I was like, okay, cool. There's some interest in it. But I was like, eh. I give it a B-. minus. It was a good match, but... It it definitely could have been better. They really didn't need the Hell in a Cell gimmick now that I think about it. I thought Finn Balor was going to win, so I was shocked by the ending of that. That being said, it was, you know, it was okay. Like I said, B minus. What would you rate it as? I am a little bit lower than yours, like a, like a, like a C, just because... I think if you're going to tout this thing as a big Hell in a Cell match, I think that this Hell in a Cell also has to be a character. And, I mean, like, you think back, the best matches like that are, they use, the fact that it's a Hell in a Cell match is a major factor in the entire match. And it felt like they just missed the mark on making sure that happens. So I got I got, I grade, I have to grade it lower because... I don't like when you have things that at your disposal and you choose not to use them. I agree. I can understand completely where you're coming from. It's kind of like, eh, could have been better, but you know, <clears throat> it was okay. It really could have been better, but it was just like, eh, I wasn't disappointed, but I wasn't like thrilled either. It was kind of like they could have gone with, they could have gone without it. Cause when you use the Hell in the Cell, you're supposed to you're supposed to do more with it 
they did more with the weapons that were provided to them, and it, the fact that it was like color coded was kind of cool, but it was also like, yeah, you could have gone without it. That being said, we move on to our main event. Now, before we get there, I'm going to do something that I normally don't do. I'm going to step out for a minute to uh, take a piss. Do you mind taking over? No, I, I, I got her. All right, I'll be right back. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, this is my goddamn first time ever watching a goddamn WrestleMania. And I'll tell you what, is exactly what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> like some of the matches were better than I thought, but um, this the, I watched this one in last year's. And one thing that this proves is Triple H is good at his job. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't see how you can watch this one compared to last year, and really say that this isn't. I mean, twice, three times is better. I got back to wrestling after because of Tony after stopping watching when I was younger, and I watched that WrestleMania last year, and it almost. And it almost soured wrestling for me forever. It almost ruined it. Uh, it came back. I said, oh, yeah, this is boring and horrible. No wonder I stopped watching this. And and this one may have, this one may have, this, this year has earned another chance. And I think it's a lot due to Triple H. Uh, I mean, Triple H is really good. They, a lot of, a lot of credit to him. And frankly, At the end of the day, it shows that having Vince isolated, even at this level, isn't a neat good for the sport. And if they want it to keep growing and keep getting bigger and better, I think they need to ensure and maintain Vince being isolated away from storyboarding and match setting up matches and things like that. Tony now lumbers forward. He's returned. I'm back. Sorry, I had to take a long ass piss. Where was he? Alright, so in comes the main event, which was Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. Dude, I had high expectations for this. A part of me knew Roman was going to win, but I wanted Cody Rhodes to win because he is the son of Dusty Rhodes, funky like a monkey. Dude, the Rhodes family has always been known for never catching WWE gold, never catching the heavyweight champion. But they're legends in their own right. Like, dude, they've succeeded beyond expectations. Cody Rhodes came into the WWE as Stardust, which was like a playoff gimmick of Gold Dust, which is Dustin Rhodes. And it didn't do good. He didn't like it. He left. He went with some buddies, and they started AEW, All Elite Wrestling. Uh, the story is he wasn't happy with the product. He wasn't happy with the way things were going. So he left. He took a deal with WWE. And in my opinion, smart move. He made bank. So he went to WWE. 
there was no plan for him to be built as the main event character against Roman Reigns. There was no plan of him capturing WWE gold. However, that's the route we go in, so that's what we get. <clears throat> it's clear when he comes back after a torn pec um, incident and surgery, he wins the Royal Rumble, so you know for sure he's going to go against Roman Reigns. However, people were mad that there was no buildup. So for the last month, there's a small but successful buildup, and you want to see this match. This was a fucking phenomenal match. This was a good match, but it wasn't match of the night. It was so good. There's plenty of times where, like, he's going to do it. Oh, fucking Roman. He's going to do it. Oh, motherfucking Roman. And sure enough, right towards the end, in classic Roman fucking fashion, Roman's bloodline fucking characters come in and get themselves involved. KO and Sammy come in to help. Solo's outside. He gets involved after being banned from the fucking arena. He gets involved, fucks the whole thing up, and Roman wins. What a fucking slap in the face to the Rhodes family. How shitty. This should have been Cody's night, dude. This would have been perfect. It is so fucked up. Not to mention, Roman is taking time off after after this, so... We have no heavyweight champion in the picture for months. Shitty. It was a good yeah. match, so I give it. A, I give it a B minus. How'd you feel about it? Well, I, th- I thought it was really good, except for the last two minutes. Yeah, the ending was bullshit, dude. I was like, motherfuckers. WWE is good at doing this, dude. They play on my emotions. I knew Roman was going to win. I could feel it, and I was like, there's no way Cody's beating him. But they gave me that glimmer of hope that they did with Sami Zayn, with Kevin Owens, with everybody. And, of course, it ends the way that we know it's going to end, which is fucking bullshit. It was a good match. Like I said, it was a really good match, but it wasn't the match that stole the show. So that's why I'm giving it. A B or a B minus or whatever I said it was. B plus, I don't remember. But it, it's in that it's in that realm. It is not the match of the night, and it's not the match that stole the show. I think that the two matches that stole the show, if you combine them, was KO and Zayn versus the Usos and Sheamus versus McIntyre versus Gunther. Those are the two big matches that I think deserve the A plus award. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Now that we've got WrestleMania reviewed and out of the way, damn, WrestleMania 39, dude. 40 is right around the corner. That's the crazy part. WrestleMania 40 is actually going to be in Pittsburgh. Uh, good old Philly. Um, considering going out to Philly. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, 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 not it's not far. It's doable. Build Austin's up like, no. <laughs> like, that's not the one you want to go to. Don't do it. Yeah, no, you will lose a pinky toe if you go to Philadelphia. <laughs> You'll lose a pinky toe. Well, for the next couple of minutes, we got to discuss um, our former president being indicted on criminal charges. Austin, why don't you spin this story for everyone? Oh, my God, he's going to go to jail for goddamn 12 hours. Yeah, dude, they think he's going to get, like, locked up, and I'm, like, sitting here thinking... What's he really going to get? Because they're going Nothing. off the idea that he... Go ahead. No, they're, they're not going to get anything. They have to prove that Trump hates Stormy Daniels, 
as a campaign expense. This retard has been paying off hoes his entire life before he ran for president. There's no way they catch him on it. They have to name, they have to say it's a campaign finance violation in order to charge him because it's outside of a bunch of um limits. And so if they can't get him on campaign finance, which there's no possible way they get him on campaign finance, because you have to prove he had intent to do it for the campaign, not just that he did it. He did it. It's stupid. It's gross, but it's not illegal. You can't put someone in jail for something that's gross, but not illegal. It's politically 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 motivated, and Democrats are doing this because they know that if Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis are the nominees, they're gonna get their butts whooped so hard in the election, and they're not they're gonna their heads are gonna be spinning. But they know that if Trump is a nominee. They can win. And so they're purposely doing all this stuff to try to make sure that Trump is the nominee. That is the goal now. It's always been the goal. It's been the plan has been put in place to make sure that Trump's the nominee because he will lose in the general election. That's all this is about. I agree with you. That was my thought on it, too. I was like, I don't mean to be that guy. Especially with Trump when he's like, it's a witch hunt. It is a witch hunt, dude. This is a waste of time. It's to make sure that he can't run again. Because they don't want him to. They know he'll fucking have a greater chance of winning. So even if he did it, I mean, they have to prove that it was hush money that came from campaign funding. Which it probably isn't, dude. Let's be honest. Trump is a fucking... God, when it comes to financial stuff, well, I don't, don't buy don't, for a minute. They don't have. Go to, ahead. They don't have to prove. So they don't have to prove that it came from campaign money, because if I use, if I'm a candidate and I use my own own money for something for a campaign, I have to still disclose that. Okay, so what that they're saying, he used his own money for campaign purposes, did not report that. That's a reporting of violation. It's a major contribution um, from himself. So you have to file special reports for that, and that could land you in jail. But most of the time, it doesn't land you in jail. You get a big old fine. And B, they can't prove this was a campaign finance, um, a campaign finance um, sale. Because all Trump's going to do is say, I've been paying broads off since I was 16. Um, I've been done this if I was pres- if I was running for president or not. I pay chicks off to shut their mouths. It's what I do. I pay them to open them. I stick it in. And I, pay- I take it out. I pay them to shut their mouths. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, dude, I don't... I know how fucked up this sounds. I don't care what a dude does on his off time. This, I literally care like one iota. I don't give a fuck. They paid some porn star to keep her mouth shut. I don't care. That's what's so stupid and surprising about this shit. It's dumb. He's not going to, he's, 
He's gonna go to some white. Um, he's gonna go to some fancy room uh, with a nice bed and a seat. He's gonna sit in for twelve hours. He's gonna be released. The judge is gonna throw this out and say this is stupid. You can't get him on anything, and send him home. Exactly. Again, we're wasting money, hardworking, taxpaying American dollars, just to make sure that Trump can't fucking run again. It is such a waste, dude. They've been doing this. He had a point. They've been doing this since the moment he got in as president. They don't like him. That's all this is. It's a waste of fucking time. And it sucks because people like us suffer for it. We have to pay for it. So I don't know what's going to happen. What do you think? He's going to go to a jury. The jury's going to say, the jury's going to say, no, there's no way you can convict on this. You can't prove without a shadow of a doubt that he did this for campaign purposes. And he's going to go home. Yeah, pretty much like you said earlier, that's exactly what's going to happen. Will that suspend him from running again, though? No. That might actually help his case. There's only in the Constitution. There's only three ways that that um, you can be barred from running for public office. One, the number one most important one is high crimes and misdemeanors, treason. If you if you commit treason, you cannot um, be a you cannot be a member. You cannot run for public office. Two. The House of Representatives and the Senate can vote on a referendum to disbar your ability to run for office. Um, the House tried to do that to Andrew Jackson one time. Didn't really work. So what I imagine is going to happen is there is going to be a bill in the state in the house of representatives that says trump did these horrible things with this woman trump should not be allowed to run for president it won't pass because republicans have control of the house and um we're going to hear for six months how um all republicans believe that having that are hypocrites because they talk about family values but they are okay with Trump sleeping with prostitutes and paying them off and stuff. And that's all you're going to hear from the media for six months because they want Trump to be the nominee because they know that can they can beat Trump. They can't beat DeSantis or Haley. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's what's going to happen. That's what we have to deal with, unfortunately, which is fucking stupid. But that's where we're at. But so, go ahead. The thing is here. The thing is here. Moron Democrats can't see. They did this in 2016. They said we can't beat Jeb Bush. We can't beat Ted Cruz. We can't beat Marco Rubio. We can beat this Trump guy. Can beat Donald Trump. He's a joke. And then now made sure he got nominated. Then they didn't beat him. So Democrats better be careful because they might be saying 
We could beat Trump, and he might cut, pull it out again. That would be the greatest karma of all time. 100%. If he wins, dude, it would fucking ruin everything for them, dude. It would be the worst thing ever. And I like Trump, but I really don't want him to be president again because look at what's going on now. There's too much fucking baggage that comes with him. I, I would mind, rather... I don't, I don't mind him being president. I think he'd make a good president. I don't think he could win a general election. Well, yeah, you're right about that. I mean, that's just... That's where we're going with it. I mean, with him and... He's a so, nominee. Joe Biden will be president for four more years. Oh, fuck. That's, that's what I believe. Too, oh, my God. And people are dumb enough to vote for it, too. That's the fucked up part. So, as we inch, inch closer to the Republican primary, it is pretty clear that Ron DeSantis... Nikki Haley and Donald Trump are going to be in this thing. It's, they're the only three real competitors here. You need to ask yourself. If you're a Republican, you're voting in one of these primaries, your caucuses. Voting for Trump is voting for Joe Biden. Because Trump will lose to Joe Biden. DeSantis and Haley will not lose to Joe Biden. They just won't. Well, right. If Trump gets in there, that could be the issue. Out of well, if it wasn't, if he was involved, and it's between DeSantis and Haley, I'm assuming you're placing your bets on Haley. But who do you think would actually come out on top? I think DeSantis or Haley will beat Biden because Biden doesn't exist. He's fucking terrible. But I think Nikki Hay would be a better president than Ron DeSantis. They have equal ability to win the election. I just think Hay would be a better president, so I'm supporting Haley. I agree with a lot more. Right. I'm stuck with Haley. Um, DeSantis has kind of shown me a lot of a lot of good stuff, especially recently with. Some things he's talked about foreign trade and things, but I mean, he got honestly the big talk with Ron DeSantis. He wins, he wins, he wins, he wins, he wins. And just these past couple of days, Florida's flipped it. Um, he talked about he beat Disney, he beat Disney, he beat Disney, and Disney just turned around, dropped his pants, baby powder his butt, spanked him, sent him home, said, Fuck you, we do what we want around here. Good, good try. Essentially, yes. That's the fucking problem with Disney. I don't know. I know how shitty it is, but we have to say it over and over. Kids have no business being around drag queens. Just what it is. It's fucking stupid that we're at that point. But we'll talk more about Trump. I mean, we'll see what happens. He's going to New York on Tuesday, so we'll fucking see. We'll see what happens. I mean... Did you, did you see the big news about the new Avatar the Avatar TV show? No, what's going on? Netflix announced this. We are delighted to announce that M. Night Shyamalan will return to the Avatar The Last Airbender franchise as a script consultant and special guest director for the live-action remake of the beloved animated classic. Motherfucker, he made that stupid fucking movie. 
And then Netflix proceeded to immediately tweet out afterward, April Fool's, fuckers. Thank God. Thank <laughs> God, dude. That is so smart. Before I saw it, my heart just stunk. He was like, no, no, learn your lesson. <laughs> dude, before we close this bitch up, I got two things to say. One is... I decided to April Fool's my kid. I should have thought this through. I'll admit it was a bad parenting decision on my end, but it was worth it. I looked at my eight-year-old kid, and I was like, Olivia, I got something to tell you. She's like, well, I'm like, you were adopted. Like, we didn't have you. We picked you up. Before I can even say April Fool's, dude, she dropped in tears and ran. I was like, fuck. Oh, no. Yeah, dude, I spent like 30 minutes telling her, like, it's a joke. It's a joke, bro. Just a joke. So <laughs> that didn't go the way I thought it would. That sucked. <laughs> so that sucked. That, that really blew. But this is not an April Fool's announcement that's coming up. Um, stay tuned. Probably on the next Monday show, or Monday episode, I should say, we'll have, uh, we'll have our good boy, Zach Wayne, Zachary Wayne. Uh, on the show, he was a part of Crashing Revelry, but he actually stepped away to do his own thing, and it's not bad. I, I like it. I mean, I like I like Rev. You know, I fucking we had him on. We enjoyed him. I hope to have him again. But Zach's been doing some pretty cool shit. So I mean, I'd love to have him on. He said he's all game for it. So there we go. We're gonna have him. So you know, stay tuned for that. That is coming up. The last announcement before we end the show is. Um, if you haven't taken part or you haven't seen it yet, I um I decided to become a part of something pretty big, something that I'm really proud of. Scott Goldberg, indie director, is releasing um indie horror film The Forest Hills. If you haven't seen much on it, go to my profile or go to the Great Girls Podcast profile on Instagram. You will see the link for indiegogo.com. It has the link on how you can become a part of it. It's an indie film. Horror film, to be exact, made by fans for fans. If you'd like to be part of this revolution to make this indie film greater than ever, please join. It's going to have Chico Mendez, a uh, hardworking actor just trying to make a name for himself. I mean, I, I think he's pretty fucking solid. I've seen his shit. He's pretty good. But besides him, co-starring, we got Edward Furlong. We got D. Wallace and the legendary Shelley Duvall. If you'd like to be a little more indirect and in contact with Scott Goldberg, the director, you can find him on Instagram at Scott Goldberg official. Otherwise we do have to cut this one a few minutes short because Austin and I both have busy schedules. We're running this bitch off literally $0. So this is for (laughs) the fans by fans. Otherwise, thank you for listening. If you like what you heard here and you want to check out everything that we've ever done, Go to the home base, baby. That is thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Again, for all the tranny kids and the deaf kids in the back that like drag queens, <laughs> you know, all that bullshit, go to thegreatgirthpodcast.com. I am Tony, one half of your favorite duo, with my other half, Mr. Austin Rawlson. Austin, buddy, I'll see you on the next round. Adios. Thanks, guys, again. Have a good one. <laughs>